Hey, Rebel Razor. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,675, and today we're going to talk about the Skywalker Saga loophole. What exactly do I mean by that? Well, let's think of it this way. As the original Star Wars movies were coming out, they were never referred to as the Skywalker Saga movies. I mean, maybe colloquially somebody came up with the notion of calling it the Skywalker Saga or something like that, but that was never any sort of official term, if you will. I don't think it really is at all to begin with, but that's okay. I think really the notion of a Skywalker Saga you know, might have taken hold a little bit when the prequel movies came out because now it's about the saga of Anakin Skywalker, and not necessarily you know, about all of the Skywalkers. It's just about you know his downfall and his redemption. It's only really that we are in the sequel era now that we've been talking about a Skywalker saga as a more general concept. And really, it's sort of evolved from the idea of referring to the numbered episodes as the saga movies, if you will. The Star Wars saga, like that's sort of been a a phrase in common use for quite a while. But, you know, the Skywalker saga, not so much. But here we are now in 2019, and when the announcement was made last year for the beginning of principal photography for Episode Nine and the casting for it, it was said in the press release by Lucasfilm that this would be the final installment in the Skywalker saga. That's quote-unquote the final installment in the Skywalker saga. So, what exactly does that mean? Well, the nearest that we're going to get with any sort of definition is something that comes from this particular book I have right here with me. It's Star Wars Complete Locations. It's not the book that you would expect it necessarily to be in, but here's what it says. It's in the introduction, it says, the Star Wars saga is the story of the Skywalkers, a family whose members hold the fate of the galaxy in their hands and whose destiny is played out against a background of political upheaval, revolt, and rebellion. Old institutions crumble and harsh new tyrannies arise as Anakin Skywalker, slave and force-sensitive, seeks his destiny as the chosen one of the Jedi Order, only to succumb to the dark side of the Force and become an instrument of evil. His children, Luke and Leia, born of his overpowering love for Padme Amidala, must save their father in the galaxy from the darkness of the Empire in order to restore true balance to the Force and democracy to the star systems. And the Complete Locations book came out in 2016, and there is a full section on The Force Awakens in it. So they were perfectly aware that Ben Solo is part of the Skywalker lineage, and ultimately did not mention him whatsoever in that description. So, you know, that's a jumping off point, basically, for us to consider the possibility that Ben Solo just by the name alone, isn't exactly a Skywalker, and therefore, this is not necessarily his saga. This is still Luke and Leia's saga. And Leia having to figure out how to you know, deal with the aftermath of her son being lost to the dark side of the Force, and history repeating itself, along with Luke, who is now a Force ghost at best, uh, is having to figure out how to deal with this probably as well. And so, if the Skywalker saga is really the story of Anakin and Luke and Leia, then Ben doesn't really count <laughs> in that sense. 
And so really there has to be some sort of peace that's achieved for Luke and Leia as a result of the events of episode nine. Whether that means Ben Solo is redeemed to the light, whether that means he continues to stay dark, whether he is dead or alive, almost doesn't matter in a sense because it's really about Luke and Leia finally you know, redeeming the memory of their father and you know, owning their own place in the galaxy. Or it could simply just refer to the deaths of Luke and Leia eventually because, you know, Leia is going to have to die at some point and Luke is already dead. And sure, you know, he can come back and do force ghosty stuff, but his, you know, last legacy might be, you know, a bit of training to, you know, help Rey along the way and, you know, maybe a few others. And beyond that, you know, that's pretty much it. So that being said... What does that mean for Star Wars movies going forward? Well, one of the things it means about Episode 9 potentially is that, you know, we've talked about potential time jumps, like how far ahead we're actually going to be for Episode 9. And, you know, it presumes the idea that the First Order is going to be defeated, going to be defeated at the end of Episode 9. And if this is only the final installment of the Skywalker saga, that does not automatically mean that the First Order has to be defeated by the end of this movie. Aha! We could still be in the midst of a First Order-controlled galaxy by the end of Episode Nine, especially if it is a situation where it's just a year after the events of The Last Jedi, and, you know, it doesn't seem like they'd be able to you know, round up enough resistance to be able to overthrow the First Order, but they might be able to do whatever needs to be done to complete the story of the Skywalker saga, and then, you know, let things lie for a few years. And then when Ryan Johnson comes back and starts his own trilogy, maybe it's the trilogy about how the First Order is finally overthrown. And we're dealing with new characters, both good and evil, and new situations, new planets, new parts of the galaxy, and so forth. And that doesn't actually have to mean that the heroes of the sequel movies are going to be in whatever subsequent movies there are. I mean, for example, Daisy Ridley is only signed for these three movies, and in interviews, she's said that, uh, you know, she thinks that the world will probably be gone in 30 years anyway, or at least she was just saying that jokingly, and so if it turns out that the world is still standing 30 years from now, and they ask her to play Rey again, she would say yes, but she might actually <laughs> do it again sooner, for all we know, especially if, you know, the situation is all right, but... You know, it's the same for John Boyega, Oscar Isaac. Like, nobody's committed beyond Episode Nine, at least as far as any industry publications have reported. So, you know, there's every reason to think that they could be roped into coming back and doing another round of these things. It's just not on the books at this time. And we're not talking about um, the Game of Thrones guys just yet because, yeah, they could certainly decide to be the ones to continue the story of the First Order versus the Resistance. Sure, why not? Except... You know, the reason why it doesn't seem as likely a possibility to me is because of the fact that Ryan Johnson did episode 8. And since he's already immersed in that timeline to some degree, it makes sense that he would be you know, doing his trilogy. Um, like, if anyone was doing their movies inside the sequel era stuff and following up on it, it would probably be Ryan Johnson more likely than it would be the Game of Thrones guys. Because Ryan at least has some foundation, some grounding in that situation. And that's pretty much all I have about your Skywalker Saga loophole 
for you. And there is a bit of a note from the addendums department that I have to add in just a moment here. But first, I do want to remind you to subscribe to the show if you aren't doing so already. And I hope you'll also support me delivering this daily dose of podcast joy to you by signing up at patreon.com slash SW7X7. So from the addendums department, when we were talking about the Star Wars Myths and Fables book yesterday by George Mann that's part of the Journey to Black Spire or Journey to Galaxy's Edge, I'm calling it that even though it's not officially called that, but that's essentially what it is. The Myths and Fables book only has two stories that are set on Batuu. And the rest of them are set on other Outer Rim planets. And Tatooine is one of them. There's at least one Tatooine story that we know about so far. But not all Batuu, but certainly there is some representation of that Outer Rim planet in there as well. And so that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>